Welcome to Draft Bastards, a podcast that features four brothers consuming and reviewing craft and microbrews from the New England area, all while discussing the topic of the day. This episode, we'll be taking a look at a couple of microbrews from Kelson Brewing Company out of Derry, New Hampshire, which should pair nicely with today's discussion as we recap The Mandalorian Season 2 thus far. Prepare for ludicrous speed. Go! It's time for the show. Buenos dias, bonjour, guten tag, and welcome to episode four of Draft Bastards. My name is Jay O'Neill, and I'll be your moderator. With me again are my bro hosts. I got Mikey. Yo. I got Baru. Hello. I, I got Kev. What up? Guys, thanks for doing this today. Here we go. Uh, with the holidays fast You're approaching, welcome. I did not think we would uh, get a chance to talk Mando before the new year, so I'm pretty stoked on this. Yeah. Uh, but before we get to all that... Kev picked the brewery this go-around. So, Kev, tell us a little bit about yeah, Kelson Kev, yeah. Brewing. <laughs> yeah, Kev. Kelson Brewing Company. All right, these guys started up in 2014 with a tasting room and two beers, and they've since grown into pretty much a full-size pizza parlor with 12 beers on tap, including a couple that are only available on site. Please go visit them. Our server, Tim, who took excellent care of us. Yeah, Shout out cool. to Tim. Tim. Thanks, Tim. Uh, told us about their experimental brews called the Cryptic Project, which consists of sours and mixed cultures, wild fermentations, that kind of thing. Uh, we tried one of the sours called Tension, and I gotta say, for guys who typically don't like sours, we looked surprised. There's been a lot of that going on lately. Been trying right. a lot of. We've sours. been uh, surprised sours with a lot right of sours. Now. Sours are hot right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so on, on Tavor. It used to be all IPAs, ales, yeah, and now it's like the the sours are really taking over. That's a sign of the times, boys. Mikey also tipped the fuck out of Tim. He deserved it. <laughs> Took <laughs> it good care awesome. of us. We walked into this place and they were playing. Um, what was it? Galactic Empire. Yes, which is Star Wars metal. Star Wars metal. We mm-hmm. was like, huh? Yeah, it's kind of right this. up our alley. Felt like a red carpet welcome. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> unintentional, but unintentional. I feel uh, like I've seen their videos. The yeah, the oh, they look amazing. Stuff. They're like cosplayers the, the, or something. Yeah, they're actually like pretty tight. They are, yeah, to be honest. They are. They're very tight. Yeah, it's like I'm trying to like I'm you know trying to find some like thing ah the suck, but it doesn't suck. Like, it really, doesn't. They're actually really <laughs> good. <laughs> oh, let's talk about those pizzas we had uh, in 2018. On a whim, they bought a pizza oven and hired a pizza chef. And apparently, they are really good at making pizza. What did you say? It was from Groton, Mass. I was believe so. It, it was yep. really good pizza. Pizza is ridiculous. So it was Italian style. Just uh, for the folks out there, it's, it, it was a uh, hard crust yeah. but chewy. Yeah, um, not too greasy. Not uh, greasy at all. That whole bottom was dry. Yep, mm-hmm. it sounds perfect. And so, uh, it's not just us. They actually had to restructure their restaurant hours based on how popular their pizza was getting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So okay, they then. went from uh, went from five days a week to seven days a week. Okay. So good for them. All right. I imagine uh, pizza joints are one of the few places that are actually doing okay during this whole uh, pandemic bullshit. Yeah, a lot of so, takeout. I saw a lot of takeout. While we were oh, there. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, check out Kelson Brewing Company in Derry, New Hampshire. Say hi to Tim. Hey, Tim. Say hi to Tim. Great Tell beer, great pizza. <laughs> yes. So what are we drinking? What's the first beer? Because I am thirsty, Kev. We are drinking a Paradigm, Paradigm. Brown Ale, seven percent, seven percent horsepower. Uh, little dwarf, mighty holding looking his cup dwarf. high, with his metalworking tools around his belt. I dig it. If you're yep. into Dungeons and Dwarves, then this is your can. <laughs> yes, I love. I love this. To be honest, All right, crack, crack him, please. Oh, I'm so thirsty. Jay's thirsty. It's been a day, dude. I hear you, bro. I hear you so, there. While we were at the brewery, I was talking to these guys about why I like to pour the beer in the cup. And it's not just to see it and smell it better, but when that foam head comes up, that's all the kinetic energy bound up in the beer. And you want to release that or else you're going to be real full. You're going to be burping and farting. 
you know, you want to kind of get rid of some of the carbonation if possible. I mean, the burping and farting, it's great for some time, but not all the time. <laughs> I'm not doing it to be fancy. It's got function. I do burp. I know. I don't fart. Really? No, I really Come don't. Huh. I swear to God, I fart in my sleep. That's about you, it. You snore louder than any human. Yes, I've been told. This is a nice dark beer. Um, not too dark. A dark amber. It's letting sunlight through, but it's got a good cloudiness to it. Good head that doesn't seem to be going down. Yeah, it, Mike, it I see what you were down. saying about the um, about the little snifter. Mm-hmm. How would you call it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, a bell? Yeah. Ugh. Chocolate. So this is really good. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember this one. This is a uh, chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. It's we not... talk, what we talk about? We talk about raisins. Mm. With this, I think they said that they had raisins in. It. That was yeah. the sweetness that we were getting. There's yeah. a lot of flavors going on here. Mm-hmm. But I love that it's not too heavy because I drank a ton of heavy beer last night. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what Kev said when we were at the uh, at the uh, yep. mm-hmm. at the brewery. He's like, mm-hmm. this one's dark, but it goes down like really mm-hmm. easy. It's very drinkable. Oh yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah, it's I'm got excited. a bite to it too. Mm. Yeah, a little bit sweet, some chocolate, toasty nuts. Galson. Hey, <laughs> speaking of uh, farting in your sleep. <laughs> it, it, well, it's, it has nothing to do with farting. Yes, yeah, so let's talk j- about j- that. J- just a quick. Erilyn, <laughs> uh, uh, my my daughter, she sent me <laughs> a text message the other day, <clears throat> saying, "Hey, you left me this voicemail at like midnight, like five days ago," and I she sent me the recording, and I don't know what to say about this. Yeah, uh, you know what? I, I think. Oh, this is interesting. Little, this is news to experiment. me. Okay. I'm going to try and play it into the microphone. Is this about to get personal? Um, Did you butt dial your daughter? It, it's very possible. Wait till you hear it. Jay's a smart guy. This will be all right. This is, uh, this is odd. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this. So this is a voicemail I left my daughter somehow. And I think it starts with me saying, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Did you get that? You were speaking in tongues. I think so. What'd you say? I think he said, wow, yeah. That's what it sounded like. Now, I've blown this up in the software. Were you summoning the dark one? Maybe. You must have somehow. Oh, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yep. And you, I had no and idea you were sleep talking because you, sleep, though. if That's, I remember from when we were kids, I'm pretty sure you talk in your sleep sometimes. Well, I guess I do. You and Toad yeah. talk a lot in your sleep. Oh, my God. That's what it was. (laughs) So why are we here today, boys? Anyways, what the hell's going on? We are going to do a recap on Mandalorian Season 2 thus far. Yes, we are. Uh, Is is, that show any good? I think it's pretty good. You think I should watch it? Ooh, they're they're trying. (laughs) (laughs) So as of of this taping, uh, there is one episode left, the season finale, that obviously we haven't seen. Going forward, if you're sticking around for the episode, be forewarned. There are going to be mucho yep. spoilers ahead. Yeah, if you haven't seen the show. Yeah, if you haven't seen the show, push stop now and uh, come back. When Don't push stop now. Up. Just keep listening and forget anything. that <laughs> Forget what we say. Yeah, that, that's also relevant. Get mad at us. Negative attention is still attention. There you go. This beer is maltier than I remember it. Is it? Yeah. I love this. Yeah, I love this beer, and the can is so cool, man. I want to like go on a dungeon crawl with this 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 dwarf. He already found something, so yeah, he, did. he knows what he's doing. He's toasting. <laughs> he found his beer. <laughs> so uh, we can talk about the season as a whole. That's fine, but I don't want to. I don't want to go too broad. It sucks. It doesn't super suck. Shoka looks pretty cool, though. I will say this: as if you want to get up stuff hair. that you're that you're not liking. The, I will say the first three episodes had me a little shook. I was a little concerned. There was a lot of monologuing. There was a lot of monologuing. There was a lot of things that just didn't that didn't feel like season one. And I guess that's to be expected. I mean, here you have a successful show. Uh, now we're going to have a lot more people that are going to have uh, hard opinions on how things should be done. So I wonder. Not that, only do we have a successful show, but now we have a whole universe that's about to stem from this show not a, the whole universe already exists but now Boba yeah. Fett's getting a spinoff Ahsoka's getting a spinoff you know and it's kind of it's tying too much. in the, the new order you know it's bringing everything 
I don't want to call it a prequel because it's not. It's happening alongside the birth of the New Order. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that they're maybe sacrificing some of the integrity of the show in order to um, make the bigger picture happen for Disney+. Plus. Okay. Um, but you have a formula. You have a formula, but I feel, also feel like it's expanding too quickly. Too quickly. Yeah, I agree. They 100%. paid a lot of money for Star Wars. Star Wars is a shaky property. Most of it is disappointing at this point, at, at least, right? And like, you get all Isn't this. Isn't that sad? All this stuff that they're trying to do. It's like, you know, season one, Mandalorian was so good. And now they got nine other things coming. It's like, hey, slow down. This, you know, it, it's just going to cheese out. They're going to end up going for the, the younger audience again, too. And it's just all, it's going to get. They got to sell the toys. <laughs> Well, now there's something for everyone. Nobody yeah, we're gonna buys lose toys we're gonna, anymore. Yeah, we're going to lose a lot of the drama. It's all going to be, you know, PC jokes and and like sound effects and stuff. Like, yeah. I was honestly, by the end of the third episode, I was waiting for Mando to slip on a banana peel with the full sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think we're bonk. Quite, I know what you're saying. I don't. I don't think we've come too close to like. That I don't know. Maybe I missed something, but like uh, I definitely close. Did it? Yeah. Well, when uh, Grogu, when the child was eating the frog lady's yes. eggs, I was like, "What is happening? Why are yeah. you doing this? Why is Mando talking so much?" Yeah. You know. Why is he talking so much that he's tripping over his words? Yeah. No, you're right. I forgot about that episode. Maybe I, that was I, kind of on I, purpose. that really threw me off. Yeah. I, they especially when they had already successfully established Mando as a man of few words speaking of words so little context here in season one something they did that i thought was very cool and i think we all agreed was they showed mando able to communicate with the sand people of tatooine by using sign language because they use sounds that humans can't make sure this season we hear humans awkwardly speaking in Star Wars alien languages now. Didn't they do that in the Solo movie? Didn't uh, I didn't Han watch the Solo movie. I have no Han. idea what happened. I wasn't able to get through the Solo movie. Damn. In season one, we had Mando communicating with the Sand People with sign language. Correct. Just sign language. And yep. I thought it was creepy. And I was like, so that's how they do it. Mm-hmm. This season, oh no, it's sign language and the war grunts like i think he was being a little bit more diplomatic maybe it was, it was polite to at least attempt to speak the language having it took me dived into moment. some of the star wars universe and history behind the same people they would be very insulted if you said something wrong in their language yeah they would kill your ass for saying well, something wrong in their anyway. language they're constantly insulted they're sand people right <laughs> you know they don't have it good but you don't see mando talking jawa He's not going. No, I missed a lot Dee-doo-dee. of. This, I yes. missed a lot of the stuff you're talking about because the the main thing that's been bugging me since the first episode is how we're just not really staying on the path. Or, There's or, been a lot of standalone episodes, a lot, a lot of, of side quests. Uh, yeah. yeah, which I'd know. be okay with if they weren't bumbling and slapstick and. They'll tie each one. Chatty. Of these. When did Mando become such a chatterbox? He was nice and quiet for. Uh... The ride with uh, Bill Burr's character for the Maynard? last episode. Yes, the last episode the felt like quiet, unresponsive, yep. reserved. Mm-hmm. Yep. To be honest, I haven't been irked by a lot of this uh, slapsticky stuff that you guys are picking up on. That hasn't been something for me personally. Again, that was only the first three episodes for mm. me. Really, it just felt something felt off. It, mm-hmm. it, sure. Well, you know, yeah. they, they left. Uh, you know, <clears throat> season one with a very clear. I think you know launch point for what will be happening next i mean he had just uh yeah. taken down moff gideon's ship that that's and he I'm has thinking. to find out where he's taking grogu when they wrote the first season and completed the first season it was obviously going to be a success did they know how much of a success did they know it was going to sure. be the catalyst to get people yeah. to purchase disney plus do they possibly not understand that this is what it, that the success it's seeing is because it's drawing in a lot of the star wars fans that the recent movies alienated. And now they're going to get so... I feel but, like what's going to happen is they're all going to get so excited. I think you were probably just going to say something somewhere. Sorry. Like, they're going to get so excited and they're just going to keep adding, adding, adding mm-hmm. and throwing stuff in that doesn't need to be there. The mouse and doesn't fuck around. And the, Huh? 
said the mouse doesn't fuck around. Yeah, man. I don't know. I I keep seeing uh, that woman's name at the end of the shows, and Kathleen I'm like, Kennedy. oh, she's still in there, man. Yeah. God damn it. Yep. Um, my gripes about this series are very minimal. I'm still enjoying it. I don't expect it to be perfect because there's a lot that I like. And I would yes. love yeah, to get to. Of course, me too. Guys, what do we like? All right. I am digging uh Boba Fett. Surprisingly, I was really, really worried. I knew he was coming, but I was really curious on how they were going to tackle his character. Mm-hmm. Because there are there are books written about him and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh there are stories out there. It, it's but if we're just going by the movies, we have what three appearances in the original trilogy then the bastardized versions uh with uh Django and now they're all clones and every stormtrooper is actually a boba fett which is stupid but he's actually really cool and he's i, super cool. Yeah, I he's... dig you know and i dig that he's got like yeah. a dad bod yeah yeah and he's like he kicks so much ass yeah it's like i i've i've seen some shit yeah and it it frustrates me a little bit that he was out in that desert <laughs> and yet his armor was on that sheriff for so long. Mm. But whatever. Uh, I'm moving past that. So, yes, I like the character. Yeah, a couple Django. Of things like that. And who is the Jedi lady? Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Very cool. Rosario I, Dawson nailed it. I didn't see yeah. a lot of cringe um, yep. in any of her appearances. I thought she carried herself like a Jedi. She did. Absolutely. Um, it's, uh, it felt very... Can we just talk about Roger. the cinematography in that episode? I mean, how cool did mm-hmm. she look stalking all those those troopers? That was uh, great. You yep. know, in the fog with the, the white lightsabers. The blackness of the fog. The greenness and the white. I almost feel like it was a little bit too much atmosphere, but yes, I did look amazing. Oh, man, I was I noticing it... on like my second rewatch sure. um, that uh, I was like, I, it's just too much atmosphere. Like, every scene doesn't need to be a painting. Sure. And her little battle at the end there with the governor lady or whatever she was yeah but the 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 fight that they that they had with the uh with the spear mm-hmm. i'm so glad that she didn't just sit there and try and force choke her or throw her away with the force you know do some overpowered thing with the force it, it really oh she needed information agreed but it, it seems so far that they're treating the force with respect mm. and not trying to pull starships down from the sky right. you picking up what i'm putting down right sure, yeah. okay so it seemed very within the the realm of possibility mm-hmm. in what we thought of the force back in the day. Yes. It wasn't like this. Yes, it wasn't an I win button. Yes, it was a tool. I'm with you, but it wasn't an I win. She respected button. her opponent. Yes, mm-hmm. and she fought, and she lost a saber. You don't lose. You know, if she's just going for information, she's not going to let one of her sabers go in the water. Um, aesthetic note: I really appreciate what they did with her sabers. It's mm-hmm. not often you see a lightsaber that blows your mind like oh they're they're kind of singing okay yeah yeah uh, I'm into that. Good, I, the, she I was really cool we're probably never gonna see her again oh, <laughs> oh, oh we, we definitely are she's she's been all over uh headlines um they're, they're keeping her she's she's, oh, cool. a, she, she's a big deal yeah good she's gonna be in the universe for a long time the one thing I don't I don't want to um nitpick because I do think Ashoka really looked and was uh you know acted well she looked great and was acting really well. Um, her hair thing, her tendrils, they really looked really foamy. If you all the Twi'leks look like that. Oh man, but they yeah. it, it really. But if you really kind of look at just that, mm-hmm. you could see that it's just like, just this like piece of like um, I don't know, like a, like the same stuff that like a wrestling mat is made out of or something. In the book, there the um, Tales of the Bounty Hunter, the story about Boba Fett and you know his whole thing. He actually has a Twi'lek girlfriend. Mm. That he goes and visits all the time. Uh, quick side note: the bad guy lieutenant that Mando was having a showdown while yeah. Ah- ah- yeah. Ahsoka, yeah, while was Ahsoka having took a battle. Care of business. Did you recognize him? No. Recognize who? I'm sorry. He looked familiar. I'm going to tell you who. Who? Hang on. Hang on. Why? He was in something you wouldn't connect to Star Wars at uh, all. Futuristic. Really. Reese. His name was Reese. No oh, way. Oh, oh. That was Reese? From Terminator. Wow. Really? Which one? Yeah, he was, uh, he was oh, also the first Terminator. Terminator. The first oh. Terminator. Reese that came back oh, with the shotgun. Alien. Aliens. Oh, Aliens. and he was also with the lieutenant uh, something. And I got another is. one for you. Yeah. The guy that played Valen Hess. He was the officer who was uh, calling out Mando, you know, trooper mm-hmm. from over here. Um, his name is Richard Brake. 
and he's a guy that played the original Night King from Game of Thrones. Oh, and he's got the same uh, fucking walk. And it's terrifying. He's not a big guy. He's not a scary looking guy. Well, I guess he is kind of a scary looking guy, isn't mm-hmm. he? He looked very scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He reminded me of that guy from uh Brew show there, the watchman. The the Oh Rorschach. Rorschach. Yeah, yeah. He reminded me of Rorschach. Yep. When this guy walks down the sidewalk, people move. Move. Everybody move. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I was it was nice to see him and seriously guys, if you go go back and watch it, watch when he's walking from the table over to Mando with his helmet off. It is the same walk that he's doing walking down that dock. I knew that was coming. I was watching that, I'm like, it, it, the guy's gonna notice. I'm like, well, oh, yeah. of course. It's only course. a matter of time, right? I'm not saying that I can do that, but I can do that. <laughs> I, ha- I have done it. Sometimes you gotta I have walk. Done it. Yeah. <laughs> So another thing I appreciate, because we we're, you know, Kathleen Kennedy's name came up and all the wokeness and social justice warriors. Yeah. I appreciated um, the characters uh, Fennec and Cara Dune, yes. uh, Ming-Na Wayne, and Ming-Na Wen, Ming-Na and Gina Carano. Mm-hmm. Their on-screen chemistry was amazing. Yes. I love Gina. There was no um, strife forced in there with them. Oh, did you guys yeah. notice uh, uh, when I think Mando was... Kind of asking like, uh, you know, Boba Fett and Fennec, like, how did you guys? And Fennec is explaining it, and she kind of lifts up her shirt and shows how Boba kind of like redid her insides. I thought about that. Yeah, they That's just showed right. it. They showed it for like I don't know, maybe three or four seconds, and like she lifts up her shirt, and like her belly is like a um, it's like a okay. it's like Some an industrial there. complex. It's yeah, like gears and yeah. pistons and stuff. It's yeah. super cool. That's awesome. I know I said I wouldn't say that, but God damn it, that was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to a coworker that was listening to our podcast um, the other day and said it, he really, really liked it and said, uh, we should go easy on the inside jokes, though. Mm. And I'm like, fair enough. Was it the jacket? Because... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Baru always needs a jacket. It's funny. I don't. It's just one of those weird things. That's why we're trying to tell it to our audience so it's not an inside joke anymore. It's, an, every, it's an everybody joke. Maybe they yeah. want a little mystery. Baru needs a jacket. Maybe we'll I'm set him up a uh, Amazon wish list and some fan can <laughs> buy Oh, we can start a GoFundMe to get Baru a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> some, jacket. Someday I'll get a jacket. Get I jacket. know. Oh, poor me. Yeah. So am I the only one empty? Can we no, get I'm empty. Oh, I'm, ready. empty. I'm ready for number two. Am I getting them? I'll get them. I'll get, one, I'll get right one next here. episode. I'll, I'll say Spongebob thing. Ready? Five minutes later. <laughs> All right. We're back. So these are bottles. You're not going to get to hear a crack. And we are going to be drinking now the Battle Axe IPA. <sighs> this is their flagship IPA. This is Kelsey This is an incredible. All right. Just based on the two beers you guys have given me, this is like one of my favorite breweries so, like in the world right now. The shape of this bottle too is awesome. It is not. It's an unconventional ounce bottle. This is a. This looks like a one point nine fluid ounces. It okay. comes in pints. It Pint comes in plus pints. Uh, an ultra pint. Yeah, I'm doing something right now that I don't like doing. What's that? Which is pouring a new beer. You know, into a glass that has, you know, old beer in it. No. Oh. We are bastards. We are bastards. Yeah, it messes with it more than it does. I would. It does, more, especially more with than the you beer would ever as flavorful think. as the one we just had, the paradigm. Yeah. I mean, whatever. It'll be all right. But so I don't, I don't like. I've had um, Battle Axe a couple of times. I don't know if you've had a Peru, but I'm really interested to see your reaction because this is a very different IPA. Okay, I'm smelling it. Thank you. I'm getting pineapple. <clears throat> if Mikey's telling me <laughs> he he wants my opinion, this is going to be unusual. I can smell pineapple. Did you just say pineapple? Yeah, this is. Uh, I'm <clears> getting <throat> pineapple and mango. Oh man, are you kidding? This is amazing, right? I thought I, I remember this one, one Mikey. This yep. is the pineapple. So, brew. Holy smokes! Yeah, have... that's their flagship. Are you kidding me? That's one of the smoothest things I've ever had. It is. Have you ever had Dole pineapples out of the can? That's in there. That's in there. Do you taste the? Oh juice yeah, even uh, with, I do. Even absolutely, with the tinny yeah. taste of the can. Listen, I fucking love pineapple, and I love IPA, so it's, it's all there, man. This tastes like the juice and that's left Battle at the Axis. bottom of a can of Dole's sliced. Kelson Brewing Company. Again, tastes different than it did on tap. I fucking love it. 
really so this good. is different than yeah. a lot of the ipas that we drink look how clear it is dude this glass yeah. bottle i appreciate even the glass bottle itself is like heavy and it's like it's like what did you say a pint point nine ounces yeah. i mean it's like a pint is not enough we're gonna give them an extra nine ounces thank you Kelsey. <laughs> I, pre- I appreciate that one more sip i like the bottle i like the shape of the bottle it's a these, these, the, can, the the artwork on the can that we drank, the brown ale, the uh, Paradigm brown ale, and then this flagship IPA, they just look so awesome. It, you know, it looks like a Dungeons and Dragons book. Yeah, <laughs> and they play metal. That's so cool. Star Wars. Oh, metal. man, we got to make another trip to this place. This is getting high marks for, for me tonight. I agree. Really good stuff. I don't drink ales. I think I spoke about that in our first episode. I'm not yeah. really a big ale guy, usually. But that quote-unquote brown ale has a lot of nice flavors in it. It's got a nice really, weight. Really it's not unique. too because usually uh, ales just make me wicked gassy. You were talking about. I'd hey. rather drink pine cones. <laughs> this IPA is also seven point two. Man, we're, this is oh, is it? They're in the sevens. Yeah, this that's is a good exactly number. What the doctor ordered right now? Sevens is good. Six they and seven is have good. A IPA there that must have spawned from this. It's uh like a pina colada, like a coconut IPA. So it's got pineapple and oh, coconut. Oh, yeah, you got that one. Yeah, I'm yeah not it was sure. a little sweet for my palate, but yeah. it was good. I'm not sure if I would like that, but I would try it. Yeah. I tried it. I've had, like, grapefruit IPA. It's Love a, grapefruit it, IPA. Yeah, it's not bad. Mango I actually don't really like. I've had a couple of good IPA. mangoes. I've had a few bad mangoes. Is there a guava? There is. Oh, good question. Guava, uh, papaya, yeah. dragon fruit. Any of the sweet tropical fruits that go good with... This type of hoppiness. Yeah. So it's a lot of power. Yeah, this one's delicious. I think certain, fr- I don't know, I mean, obviously, everyone's going to like something, but. There are some, some people some... that think Bud Heavy is as good as it gets. Yeah, I know uh... what you mean. I drank Bud Heavy for a long time, to be honest with you. In my early. I remember mid- Bud Ice. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was like when I was like 17. But <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, those are some good fishing trips. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure, man. Yeah, because that's right. Yeah, we did get back into those at camp for a little bit. That's yeah. right. That's right. We did, yeah. Bud Ice. Anybody remember Bud Ice? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in my early mid-20s, I I mean, like every once in a while, I think I went to Shaw's to get like a Harpoon IPA and I thought I was fancy, but the, most of the time, like I was drinking regular Budweiser's because I'm like, that's my brand, you know, like. Every once in a while, I do buy myself some Sam Lager just right. to yeah. remind me what put him on the map. Yeah, you know, and honest to God, it's a delicious beer. You're not wrong; those those are good if they're nice and cold, nice and cold bottle. Which one now? Boston Lager. Boston Lager. Oh, the Boston Lager. So another thing we were talking to uh, Tim about at Kelson, like we we always ask, you know, same core question: What's your flagship? What's your underdog? You know, what's the one beer that you think deserves more respect that just doesn't sell? You think people are missing out by not buying more of it, but they said their their sales are pretty steady across all the boards. That's not a surprising answer to me because, honestly, you know, I had their brown ale first. I'm not an ale guy. That was so good. And this, this IPA here has pineapple juice, it tastes like. But this it's is so but pineapple. It, it, yeah. Well, I don't feel like it's so pineapple. I mean, it's present. It's pretty it's pineapple. There, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's definitely present. It, I don't. I don't. I don't feel like it's too much. It smells sweeter than it tastes. Yeah. Like we the, we've had some other beers on the show where they mix fruit and it's like having like a mimosa. Like you feel like there's lots of juice in there and stuff. And uh, I don't really like that. I don't feel like there's like. Anyways. This is a solid IPA. What I'm trying to say is these guys definitely know how to make beer, so I'm not surprised yeah. that they have an underdog because yeah. they clearly know what they're doing. They definitely have a master craftsman behind mm-hmm. these recipes. Really good stuff. I'm impressed. I really want to go to this place. You guys yeah. were talking about how they make pizza, and something that always kind of blows my mind is how good beer goes with pizza. Yep. Like, if you think about it, it makes zero sense, right? Because you're putting, you know, so much carbs and, like, acid with the pizza sauce and stuff in your gut, and you're like, this is not going to end well, but it, it's usually fine. I mean, it never does. Well, it depends. But we enjoy it in the moment, and that's what counts. We might uh, polarize some listeners here, but we did get a Hawaiian. <laughs> it was pulled pork with barbecue sauce instead of tomato We're sauce. We're talking about how great the pineapple is in the beer, and but you pineapple. put it on pizza, then fuck you. Do you know what I'm saying, though, dude? <laughs> we had this IPA, right, with some pulled pork with barbecue sauce, pizza, mm-hmm. with chunks of pineapple. Yeah, I'm it. sure it's amazing. Dude. I'm, I, I would just, eat the shit out of it. No, yeah. listen, I, I, I got onto it. It yeah, was so I, good. Yeah. I joke around, but I, I, I love it, man. Oh, I, shit. I, I like the pineapple. It's awesome. 
What was the beer they had with the chamomile in it? The mean the stuff that I have in the fridge ready to go just in case. <gasps> really? Yeah. Brew. I'm down. Brew. That I'm was down. the that was the Belgian, right? Yeah, it was the yeah. Belgian. Bro, you're gonna fucking love this. I love this company. I like you know, uh this is right right in my wheelhouse, dude. Dude, they got battle axes and dwarves and shit. And their beer and their beer is delicious. Like, you want to put chamomile in it, dude? I'll drink it. That sounds awful, but I'm gonna drink the shit out of it. What you say? Because I bet they put it in there pretty fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone, shut the fuck up. Sorry. No, you're good. Shutting up. Uh can we talk Bill Burr? Can we talk Bill Burr? Can we talk, Let's Bill, talk Bill Burr, Burr. representing Boston? Hell yeah, we can talk about right. Bill Burr. Fucking. So this guy, he's doing time. They go and uh, pick him up because they need him for a break because he's ex-imperial. So they need to use his imperial knowledge. And his acting up to that point in that whole segment there, I was like, okay. Space Noel. Boston again. Here we go with more Space Boston, which is totally fine. I love yeah. Bill Burr. Go for it. Fine. Dude, I was surprised with his acting even in the, um, you know, the prison ship episode mm-hmm. that we it was about. pretty typical i mean yeah, yeah of course it wasn't like stella but i was he held his own yeah, he held you know his own. it was Star fine Wars, i i think you know one of their one of their many charms is when they have like a an uh a casting that came out of nowhere yeah, yeah. you know mm-hmm. a casting for somebody who was just kind of like what the hell and you see somebody in like a new angle you've never seen him before and you're like hey look at that that's great i definitely that's what saw him Bill in a new angle yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah but he, when he stepped it up doing in this the whole trip with the vehicle but when they get to the actual base and they're being cheered by their fellow stormtroopers. I got that feeling like the villain people... is the hero of the other side. Exactly. All right. A little side trivia question. I bet one of you guys knows the answer to this. How many stormtroopers died on the Death Star? On the first Death Star? I do not know. If memory serves, I want to say it was like 600,000. Jesus. I think. And I we don't... cheered. And we cheered. And we cheered. And the Ewoks used their severed heads to play drums. <laughs> Wow. People say the Ewoks are too cute. They're cannibals for crying out loud. It's called Star Wars, man. War ain't pretty. <laughs> All right, fair, fair. So but, Bill Burr gets into this place and he meets his arch nemesis there, his ex commander, and he sits down and he gets this look in his eye. He flips a switch. His acting flipped a switch where I started getting dude, some feels. I felt. Yeah. And I think that little dialogue. Between him and um, Valen Hess, yeah. good gonna, officer. Going to get him an Emmy or something? That was possibly my favorite part of the entire season. I like yeah. that more than anything Ahsoka did or said. Yeah. You know, I like the visual of the lightsaber, but it, it got serious. It was, And he got that look. When you're in Boston, and you're at a bar, yeah. and you're talking to someone, and all of a sudden their eyes relax, but everything else tenses up. You're getting punched. There's going to be violence. <laughs> violence is going to happen. I'm, it's a guarantee. I, I, and I, I honestly I'm, felt like the things he was saying, like exactly what it. we just talked about. Yeah. I've been on both uh, sides. With the stormtroopers, been on both sides. Absolutely. But like we were talking about the stormtrooper, they're people too, you know? Yeah. And he was one of the people. I, mean, I don't think he was a stormtrooper. No, he, was. he didn't really indicate. He was a sharpshooter. Yeah. Um, but. The way he was talking about how, like, all his friends, you know, five, ten thousand people yeah, died. Yeah. died. Was it good for them? Was yeah. it good? And he was just yeah. keeping that right. pissed, laid back, cool, and like, yeah. go ahead. I but he kept the look. They showed his something. true character. I think he'll become part of like their tet because he's Mendo starting. To, I, 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 I just made a reference team. to a uh, dark tower. If anyone's paying attention, but like the his group, like you know, I think I think he's going to come back again. He's going to be part of like you know, I hope so because Fennec, that team that they had Gina, that went and pulled Bova, off that space heist, whatever it was. For data, like or uh, codes, um, that was a really perfect team. Mm-hmm. Watch, they're, they're they all going to come back and... together to take down Moff. I hope so, and maybe Thrawn. Right, we're trying to get to him. Right, yes. So he was mentioned in. I wonder if Thrawn's going to be a Mando thing, or if that's going to be an Ahsoka thing. I feel like that's. Gonna I wouldn't be, an be surprised thing. if they brought him up. That would be a. a, a I almost said it. That would be an, an incredible thing to have in. The Mandalorian series, especially if they can, you know, like <clears throat> I didn't realize till I just said it how the group is going to come together. So you're going to have Boba Fennec. What's Gina's character? Uh, Cara Dune. Cara Dune. Thank you. So you know those Cara, um, and then Maynard. Jin, oh, that's Bill Burr. And then Jin and the baby, and then Bill Burr will come back in, and they're all going to kind of team up. I think 
<clears throat> Millennium Falcon style. And then, yeah, and then eventually, uh, you know, maybe they'll uh, encounter, you know, Ashoka will be back in the story somehow. And then this is all going to be season three, I assume. I mean, you well, know, if we're really lucky, they'll they'll set something up, really, really give yeah, us a heavy, heavy, yeah. heavy cliffhanger in season so in the, you know, I, the I hate finale. to say it though, as the characters stand now, as as entertaining as they are, as amazing as they mm-hmm. are, a mm-hmm. Bill Burr's friggin' thing and yeah. Mando's dark journey, and what are they trying to do with Grogu? Uh, all that aside, I don't see anybody on this playing field that's going to compare to Admiral Thrawn's brains right now. Sure. Um, if they stick with Thrawn in the canon. So for well, folks that aren't in the books or anything, uh, Thrawn is an scary, dangerous. He's uh, so he he's like he's. I think they mo- they must have modeled him after something akin to like Sun Tzu or Genghis Khan, where like he doesn't make mistakes. He's a master strategist, tactician, a master yep. tactician, master at espionage. Um, he's like. Almost, it's almost. That's almost like, yeah, like that's his super. Similar like he, he's always we, ten steps ahead. He's similar a, to where we are right now. Uh, the Thrawn is introduced five years after the events of Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So is that where we are right now? That's where we are. Yep. So this makes sense that they're going down this road. Yeah. So if this it plays deal. to the books, what one of the things that he does because he is not force sensitive. Thrawn. Thrawn is not force right, sensitive. Right, he right. carries around these critters right. that are like lizards. Oh. So picture. Uh, oh, we talked about to, this. They're like slugs. They're no, they're like a three to five foot lizard, but they're they kind of grow on these trees and they kind of feed on them. And it's very you're most likely will kill them if you try to remove them from the tree. But they found a way to do it. And what they do is they kind of create a bubble around them where the force cannot be used anti-force bubble an anti-force bubble um if you get enough of them together they can go several kilometers Mm -hmm. interesting okay so when his arch nemesis is kind of luke skywalker and all that stuff in in the books yeah uh thrawn has got the perfect thing like you can't you're not going to be able to use the force. You can use your laser sword, but you got to get through all this without your little. Isn't it so cool that Jedi we, wizard stuff? Isn't it? Isn't it just so awesome that we never got to see any of Luke doing anything? Yeah, ever in his He's life. So yeah, great. after he like he dealt with so his many father too. It's so awesome that they mm-hmm. never brought any of that at all into any new Star Wars movies. Yeah, mm. I love that. <clears throat> Anyways, continue. No, no, no. Uh, I'm just saying, with if it's Mando versus Thrawn, yeah. I'm sorry, Mando is just not going to be able to pull it off. Well, you'll, <clears throat> I, it'll, it'll be interesting. I think, I think they'll definitely suffer losses and almost lose. And who knows? Things of could course. get more complicated. We could get new characters, but I mean, they do have Bill Burr, who clearly has shown what side of the moral fence he's on. Sure. Uh, which, he, by the way, and he knows a lot about imperial shit. He does. He's going to be a vital asset, and he'll probably be the first to die because of that. But a, he's going to teach a, them a little a lot. weird that I got the feels of him talking about how he lost all his friends and all the 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 people that died there. Um, but then he went uh, and blew up the entire base <laughs> with one <laughs> shot from Slave One. Which, I, well, I think that was him. That was denouncing not, the Empire. Uh, yeah, that, because that, clearly that, they were. That was, that, everybody there yeah, was a fanatic, and they that, knew that was not lost on me either. And like we touched on this just a minute ago, but I'll say it again: It's Star Wars, dude. War ain't pretty. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he got pissed. He Does, got he got pissed, like we talked extremely. about. And yep. he's like, "Fuck off my chest, you." Yeah, he, it, it, you know, it was like he probably in his heart didn't want to kill all those people, but he knew how many more innocents were going to die because of the explosives in that base. Well, that's what, what I wanted to ask. Does anybody recall? And, and I'm sorry, I don't remember. I watched it late last night. What were those uh, unstable things? What were they all about? Uh, it's a uh, starship fuel. It's called Redonium. Oh, Redonium. Oh, I thought I had it. So close. Redonium. So but, very unstable. Very unstable. And in a universe where we have hover technology, let's put it on one of the only vehicles with 
wheels. Just saying. Well, on bumpy back roads. In a uh, I get, I get that now that you're pointing it out. But when I was watching the episode, I kind of liked the vehicle, and I actually I liked like the vehicle. I too. liked the cinema. I liked how so much of the episode actually took place inside the vehicle during the traversal and stuff. Um, just on a geek note, I could be totally wrong here. I'm wondering if maybe uh, what was it radonium? Radonium yeah. is perhaps sensitive to the emissions from repulsor technology. Okay. I'm calling it hover tech, but whatever. That's yeah, actually sure. a great point. That's actually a fantastic point, and that's probably exactly why uh, it's sure. on tires. If if a super, that's not a nerd if, point, that makes perfect sense if you if, think about it. Because every time they were shaken, mm-hmm. he was looking at those meters. Remember? Yep. Yeah, that's a great point, Kev. That's so actually, if uh, that's if there's a Star right. Wars nerd listening that knows more than us, please uh, let us know I in think our you comments. Just nailed it. To be honest with you, I hadn't. Yeah, that's good. Just like uh, last season when um, some people brought up how. Uh, Sheena Carano's character, Caradoon, Caradoon, yeah, was able to punch Mando's uh, helmet, mm-hmm. best car, with her, you know, supposedly bare hands. Like this is the Star Wars universe. It, every other person has some kind of biomechanical implant. They have power gauntlets. They sure. have, they're enhanced. Yeah, I like Boba Fett's power gauntlet. When he had that guy, he just put his hand on him and launched him. That was awesome. <laughs> Boba's got yeah. some cool toys. He has we, a we, knee gun. We, we <laughs> he has oh. guns in his knees. I think we should just touch <laughs> on this so real awesome. quickly. I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone's seen it, but I mean, Christ, how awesome was that that fight scene? It, it was kind of humorous how many uh, stormtroopers got taken out and how few shots they landed. I mean, it was just a massacre, right? I mean, sure. it, they, were, they were pure fodder. It was purely to show... You know the good guys kicking the crap out of the bad guys, which sure. which okay is with that. And it was so that. one sided. No, it was totally fine. I loved it. I loved every mm-hmm. second of it. But in watching Boba Fett, you know, just swinging that mace weapon around, you know, cracking armor. I like seeing the off the their skulls for armor breaking. I loved that. Oh, that was so awesome. But and he was so good at it. And the was co- him unleashing his full arsenal back in his armor after who knows how many? Well, after five years. Um, unleashing everything that he had. That was yeah. impressive. You just wait for him to smoke a cigarette after. You know, when we did the... Uh... <sighs> took out two TIE Fighters. Yeah. I, uh, no, it wasn't <laughs> the, the TIE Fighters, it was the Carriers. Oh, the Carriers, The right. Carriers, and he didn't watch the explosion. Nope. He turned around mm-hmm. to look at his friends. He's seen some things <laughs> explode. Still. He knows what's up. Right. When we Still. did When we did the uh, Dance of Dragons episode, I one of the things I wanted was, like, better choreography for fighting. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, and, like, now that I think about it, in that especially this Boba Fett episode, like that was some good, that I was wanted, some good action. That was like some good movement. Yep, good, I want to tie this in a little bit. Violence to, like, to the fight choreography, and it's not like it's yeah. that complicated. It's just really good, and powerful. So you know, mm-hmm. guys, we got Mando played by Pedro Pascal. Yeah, with a Beskar spear. Yeah, we got Oberon. We got with Oberon a spear. with a right. fucking Beskar spear, and he's gonna have a fight with a dark saber. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I, I don't know. So uh, we should talk hard. about He did a lot of work for that I'm, role, for the Oberon role. Like a, he's got spear skills. Spear. Yep. Understood. We should talk about this for just a minute because uh, we talked about how, you know, they're going to go through Moff Gideon and then hopefully in season three, I think, you know, with any luck, I think it would be so cool to have Thrawn as the main threat. Right? I, think, sure. I think Thrawn's going to be a different show. I think that's going to be this Ahsoka th- show. Fair enough. So the Mando, he's a, he's a talented warrior, right? He's never lost. Mm-hmm. He hasn't really run into anyone. I mean, the, the thing that gave him the most difficulty was that beast, uh, that uh, horned thing that he got the egg from. Yeah, oh, the, yeah, the Mud, thing. He basically Mud gave up when he, when he hung out, when he took his vibrating knife and just said, fuck it, he put his head down. Like, whatever. He, I'm done. The, the, other than that, he hasn't really encountered anything that really be- really bested him. Yep. I guess my only question to you guys was, you know, do you f- feel the same? Do you, do you feel like his potential as far as combat has been fully realized? Because I don't think it has. I think, Are you I think saying he's that a, he has plot armor in the show that's mm, named after him? Uh, mm, uh, well, that's, <laughs> uh, yeah. The other Mandalorians yeah. came and saved him. That's he, true. Twice. True. Mm. Yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, yeah. I want to talk about Grogu really quick. So we have a name for the child now. Yes. Which is great. Yeah. Um, I like the name. I know a lot I'm of people okay are critical. It. I'm totally okay with it. Yep. What are, I'm just, what, what are people critical of? I thought it was perfect. Uh, I think they're just mad that he has a name. 
They just wanted okay. to keep calling him, they baby, want to call Yoda. him baby Yoda. I think that's silly. I think Grogu's great. Agreed. Grogu's great. Grogu's fine. Um, what do we think they're trying to do? They mentioned that he was already trained. Yep. So he get, no, 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 no. But what does Grandma? F- they want to take his blood and do something. So with what it. with the dark troopers? You they keep showing the dark. They want to make a there? Sith or something. I don't know. Make, make what, what I believe make they a weapon. Did. I believe bio soldier. My greatest fear began to come true this season, where um, I believe it was the third or fourth episode where oh. they're on an Imperial base. Yeah. Oh, where you see the clones? Where you saw the Snoke clones. Yeah. Those are early designs for the Snoke clones. So we're actively participating in a prequel for the sequel. If they're getting involved with, with Thrawn, if they're going that high up the food chain, this is this might be set up to end as a tragedy. Thrawn Because the new empire rises. But they're clearly no, trying to sure use this. sees what a useful weapon it can be. So, so hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Let, let me let me uh, try. And, and what if you could make like stormtrooper style with, with inhibitors and make an ultra obedient force user? An ultra mm. obedient force user. Yes, that would be mighty. <sighs> yeah, whole bunch of hand of thrones, hands of thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. If fingers of Thrawn, I'm trying to figure out this Ooh, timeline again. That's a Marvel mm-hmm. thing. The five fingers. Right of now, Thrawn. we're five years after Return of the Jedi. Five years after, and all most of the Jedi are gone, but Luke is still out there. Luke is still and, out there. And um, yeah. another question I want to ask. So we that, that, that was my main right question now. because we're okay. All right, I got it. This this is after the six Return. movies. After Return of the Jedi, five years. After Return of the Jedi. Yes. Yep. Darth Vader died five years ago. Order the 66 Empire, happened a long time ago. Very, much longer. So yeah. Ray has probably just been born. Sure. Right. Or something. Something like that. Okay. Who? But Luke is out there. <laughs> Luke is, Luke out, is there. out there hunting. Not only Wrong. how many other Jedis are out there. Who did There's Grogu reach? There's more than we think. Yeah. Yeah, There's no. Jedi out there. And there are Sith out there, too. Luke, yes, Baru, are so, you suggesting uh, that training. Luke Skywalker might show up in this series? And undo? In some um, kind I, I, of, I some kind of badass Luke Skywalker you, fashion? I can feel your hatred. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. Let the hatred flow. But I, for one, I, for one, am fucking stoked. This is my second chance. Listen, Jason knows. We read about this shit, dude. L- Luke, are you kidding? So we already have this band that we maybe think will, you know, become really strong in season three. Dude, if they have Luke and uh, Bill Burr, Boston Burr, they definitely <laughs> have a chance. unstoppable, they, kid. They, they, I, I don't well, think so. Not unstoppable, but they are going to have well, no, uh, because fighting chance a lot against like the uh, character Tron. where he is three steps ahead of you at every turn. Yes. Okay. Right. So re- really quick. Understood. If, I, if we were to do, compare this to Marvel, the Mando crew would be akin to the um, the Guardians of the Galaxy, whereas Luke is straight up Avengers style. Okay. So it, it's two completely different uh, mindsets going on. Sort Mando of. is kind of like, what are they doing over there? I feel like Disney owes Luke a win. That would be nice, but we can't have Mark Hamill come I, on there. Mark Hamill, it won't be Mark Hamill. Why can't they have Mark Hamill? I, he's too old. he's ancient, and he's they only should, supposed to be, fucking, they, be like they, 30. They should, they should do a throwback episode to show, like, I, re- I really just want Mando... I, 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 how can I help it? Right, the the yeah. you know he's the hero of the show. I want him to be a, 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 a an intelligent, you know, some some you know. I want there to be angles that we haven't discovered yet. It would be cool to learn, like how did he become so good? Because he's obviously set apart from his peers, his his other Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. He can only be as intelligent as the writers write him. Understood, but I mean, this which is, is why I was concerned where he did. Each one of these Maybe characters that are in the show is a property. Human. You got to. I know care no of. one in the Star Wars universe is human, but um, maybe he's not human. Maybe he's another race, like a 
uh, Kryptonian version of, in the Star Wars universe or something. Well, he bleeds. He, I mean, he got fucked up. And I, I, you know what I'm saying, though. Know? What if he's yeah, yeah. just a little bit faster, sure, a little bit more thoughtful, yep. you know? Um, and on that same note, so you know how you have the Rebels, and it's like this mix of alien races across the yeah, yeah, galaxy? Yeah. I feel like the Empire is uh, a little monotone. Yeah. There's definitely not enough alien critters. It's not like... Sock puppets walking around. <laughs> it's very, it's very. Look, it's not. I don't it's see a not, lot of Empire Twilix. It's <laughs> no. not. It, it's it's a matter of saving money on the armor. Okay, fair and enough. And they kind of established. But that's not as fair. much as Empire is going around only recruiting humanoids. As much well, as I, I hate, I think right. the I think that there's always been similarities in the in Tolkien's universe and Lucas's of course universe uh, of course. with World War Two. That was a huge deal. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't think I, I can know. relate to a hut as well as I could. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. So, oh, there's, oh, there's no, oh, there's no oh. question that there, there's a, a huge similarity uh, to, 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 to that major war, um, for sure. So I mean, that I don't know that, that, that. I mean, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right, and that's what it is. Uh, I think the empire, the, the empire is. I yeah. said it. Oh, they're right. They, there oh, there's no, <laughs> there's no question. There's no question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're just blowing up other worlds. In the prequels, and... they did a little bit of business with the uh, the trade. Oh, that's right. People. Yeah, yeah. But that was such a shit show. I, I'm not even going to open show. up that. Please don't. The only the only cool thing that you can like root for that comes out of the Empire is the Sith. The Siths. The Sith. You had it right the first <laughs> but time. But they weren't part of the Empire. They they would eat the Empire. No, under, understood. But I, yes. I just mean like well, the bad side. Like yeah, there, yeah. there's nothing cool. If you look about at the Empire, I mean, Star Destroyers are cool. They're vulnerable though. Remember that time? The history. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that other time? <laughs> there's a few weak spots. <laughs> About the size of a womp rat. What a bunch of pieces of shit! Six hundred thousand stormtroopers lost their lives that day. How many plumbers? How many metal workers? Right. What about that thing that lived in the garbage thing? He died. Star Wars is so fucking far away from fucking perfect. Why do we love it so much? Why do we hate? Because it it has massive potential to to tell amazing stories. And for some reason, it's really hard. If they only did it to tell a story rather than sell a fucking toy. Story in the landscape is good enough. With find the middle. Form. I'm happy. Find the middle. They well, did it. Or, they did well, it. yeah, because they're going to tell me, look, we need to sell toys if you want me to tell the fucking story. So what do you want me to do here? Yeah. It's just that it, ki- it kills me, you know, the, the loss of integrity, you know. Like, oh, we're going to make, you know, $500 million off this season. Uh, next season, we got to turn it into... 200 million or else it's a loss like, that's what like, i mean what? here's the thing you know you, we tur- like to dream about star wars being or disney star wars being loyal and faithful to us the viewers and the fans their star wars should be a hard pg-13 at all mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. no their number one priority is a stockholder and i totally respect that but i feel like if they're learning which i believe they are from the marvel universe slowly that you will make your money if you make something worth worth seeing. It just kills me. Like, and why would why wouldn't you want to go out as a legend knowing you made something good rather than like, okay, let's make something good, but now let's make it for seven year olds too. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah, of that stuff both. happens in post production. They chop it up and they edit it, and you know, um, maximize the appearances of you know actor A because we have these movies. You can't have your cake. And no. eat it too. You got to pick one or the other. I've always said I enjoy the out, the outline of it. You know the major the major points. You know it's good it's good to it's good story fodder. It's fun to talk about. I guess. Mm-hmm. You know. And it. I, I mean, mean, obviously, it is something marketable. It's not like you can market a rom com. You know, no one's mm. going to make rom com toys. A, a rom com isn't out there looking well, to make a billion dollars. Not not the toys you can sell to everyone. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> but <Yeah. I'm>, <laughs> well, we have a drum set right there. Yeah, I'm dying, dying to play it. Are you guys, you guys know what Operation Cinder was? No, tell me what Operation Cinder was. 
uh, it was a order of uh, by uh, Emperor Palpatine okay. to basically guy. wreck everything, burn it to the ground. Okay. So they had these satellites placed around planets. So they could only do one planet at a time, but they would go there. These satellites would flip on and cause like severe weather, like electrical storms, and just fry the surface of the entire planet, kill everything. Hmm. So Palpatine's last order was basically, if I can't have it, no one can. So I think they got to like five planets, and that's that the one. sounds so familiar. It really, really, really that kind of does. reflects some real world things that are happening right no. now. It's uh-huh. odd, uh-huh. like that kind of set the oil. Like you field have the empire, fire. but then yeah. you have the Sith, which really isn't part of the empire, but like an extreme part of the empire. Well, the the empire is just but an extension of the, the Sith. Empire. What's that? The empire is just an extension of the Sith. The Sith were around before the, the Empire. Sith, yeah. yeah, that's I what never, I'm saying. The the Empire are just an the extension. The Empire is a weapon of the Sith. Of, yeah. Is that yeah. is that is that real? What? Yeah. Is that is that how it is? Palpatine founded it. Yeah. That like the Sith were like the Jedi of the Empire or whatever. Like they just kind no. of exist within. But no, they they formed the Empire. They set forth. The Empire wasn't the wasn't the brainchild of like the Sith as a as an organization. It was that? it was the brainchild of a Sith. According, yeah, according to his dumbass plan with trade federations and Dooku and okay. nothing that, and General okay. Grievous, that nothing that made sense. I may have and repressed all, a lot of the prequels, and that is totally understandable. Totally, but essentially, understandable. all the bullshit comes to Palpatine taking control of the Senate and declaring himself a emperor. Okay. That's all all that crap from the prequels ends with him becoming emperor. He got the creepy monster face and yep. told everyone to vote for him. Absolutely. And the only people that were standing in his way were completely wiped out by his little prodigy. Mm-hmm. Darth. Darth. Darth Vader. Which movie was it where Darth Vader got that kill scene? Which Rogue movie was that? Uh, the end of Rogue One, right? Yeah. Yeah, he seemed... Um, Super slow there. I don't know if it was a throwback to the first, few, but like it, it absolutely it, was. Ev- yeah, it everyone, was intentional. Everyone was so excited about it. I remember because some people had seen the movie before me. Do you reckon like, he oh. was still stiff from all the implants? Oh, yeah, that was a permanent thing with him. But the no, thing is, he's Darth Vader. He and like, his power uh, should be like fast and vengeful and like visceral. I just felt like I was, it was watching it in slow motion. Same complaint I have with Walking Dead, the show. Like well, it's just too fucking slow. But in episode not four, how people move. like New Hope, when he entered the ship, you know, we didn't know about flipping Jedi's. Right? He just kind of walked in, was like, "Force choke, mm-hmm. toss aside, tear yeah. the part the yeah. ship, find me the plan." But he wasn't even angry, you know. It, yeah. But but at the end of Rogue One, I mean, he was angry, and like you yeah. know, he should have. I just I don't know. He should have come in there and like really kind of really. I just, I just kind of wish it was faster. You Apparently, that was the last scene they filled for the movie. Was it? it? Was and they threw it on like way at the end, like right before the movie was released. That was a fucking excellent movie, by the way. I didn't realize it the first time. I did not realize it the first it, time I saw it. Sometimes I need to see a movie more than once. Absolutely, to appreciate that's what me a hundred percent. I did. The, I didn't like the Matrix when I first saw it. I saw the Matrix. I'm like, what is, what is everyone talking yeah. about? What? So, you yeah. know what? You know what's funny about those movies? Just real quick, uh, it's my favorite. Yeah, I'll say it. It's my favorite trilogy. Um, when those movies came out, my friends went to go see it, and I'm like, "Yeah, right. That there's no way that movie's any good." And then I was at a party at a really good friend's house back in the day, and I happened to like just like go upstairs, and like the TV was on, and this movie is on, and I'm like, "I'm pretty sure this is The Matrix," but it was like a third of the way, or maybe halfway through the first movie, mm-hmm. and I got completely sucked in. I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" So then. Basically, from that point on, like, I probably went and bought the DVD the next day or something. And, mm-hmm. like, I, I was, like, all about The Matrix through, you know, the whole time that those movies were coming out. I watched The Animatrix. I, I had yeah. the soundtrack. <laughs> yep. I rewatched, like, you know, the first Matrix so many times. Like, and I still think that uh, first training scene with Keanu and... Um, Lawrence Fishburne? Lawrence, no. thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Pee Wee Cowboy Bill or something? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just such a great fight hey, scene, especially if you have good uh, surround sound speakers. But anyways, enough about the Matrix. If you ever run into Lawrence Fishburne in the street, make sure you say, Cowboy Bill! Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that concept. 
fucking with an actor by calling them for out for something that was like obscure and long time ago. Like um, obscure. Who was hey, um, listen, listen if I'm that guy, no. I would laugh. Who I was would just uh, be like, eh, whatever, man. You want Who drink? was the redhead kid from uh, Harry Potter? Ron, Ron Weasley. Weasley. Yeah, who who played him? Uh, Some Rupert dude. Rupert something. Sure. Yeah. Anytime I find that kid, I want to be, dude, I loved you in Thunderpants. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Farting superpowers. Hey, guys. Yeah. So uh, we're still sitting here with these beers from Kelson Brewing. And we haven't even opened this next one yet. But if you notice, mm. on, I'm the empty si- and I'm ready. On, on the side of this uh, bottle, yeah, it says Day Raider Belgian White. It's the same font they use in the Diablo games. This is? Uh, no wow. shit. Whoa. Hello. Okay. Hang on. Where's okay. the, where's an O to confirm that? There is no that? O. There's no O. Yeah, That's, if they had the cross the I mean, the o, if it's not the same that. font, I mean, it's... It's not, pretty it's damn 99, close. It's nope, 99, 90% there. It's pretty damn close. Uh, now that you've said it, that's all I can say. I, I love the, basically, RPG Dungeons & Dragons, like, layout of, of, of these beers. It's, so we're going to pop these then? Everybody Here we go, we're popping it. This is this 5.2% Belgian-style white ale. Yep. Um, guys, I'm going to drink this out of the bottle. I really like the feel of this bottle. I'm with you, Mikey. I love it. If I remember correctly with this flavor, this is the chamomile this one. This is the chamomile This one. is the one that I said tasted like an orange mm. uh, creamsicle. So this is chamomile. But Vanilla. They, but they call it a Belgian white, but it has chamomile in it. Oh, I taste it. That's subtle. Fuck, that's Vanilla. good. Dude, this is my new favorite company. That's yeah, like and they're a, right in Derry. Are they based out of Derry? Yeah. Or, yep. So they... They started up there? Yep. Yeah. That's impressive. No, I'm just double checking because like that's um Yeah, I really like, like Sierra this Nevada one, has an east coast they have yeah. a west and east coast. I'm just making sure they're not like that's like originally a, from like Oregon or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just happen to have a place here. Yeah, something. they've been in Derry. All right. That's even more awesome. I love it. So on draft. Do they have a I stage? Getting... I want to play shows there. No, I want no, to make don't. a band that only plays. <laughs> that's it. the one thing I wished. Um I, I don't have really any critiques of this company. Um but I do enjoy when you can go into a brewery and see the brewery, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you couldn't see the brewery. You couldn't yeah. see the brewery. Well, uh, we didn't get there it's on fine. the right night. The, normally, they have a tasting room open too, where you can. Oh, really? Yeah, we just didn't. I didn't uh, see that oh. part on their hours. Truth be told, God I damn ha- it, Kev. I know it's my <laughs> fault. It's all my fault. Truth be told, I have not visited a ton of breweries in my life. I've I've seen a few, but. One of the best, or the best I've ever seen. I was doing a trip to North Carolina, and it was completely unplanned. We were taking a a rental truck from the airport to my buddy's house, and we saw a sign for Sierra Nevada next next exit. I was like, "Pull over!" <laughs> the car, I don't know what the car's doing. It's oh moving God. by itself. Oh man, we had we had lunch there and and some beers, obviously, and it was just fucking magical. It was just a multi million dollar building, friggin', um beer casks everywhere special beers the food every every single item on the menu was top notch my first brewery was in 1994 in dublin ireland called guinness maybe you've heard of it <laughs> that's amazing you had to go through these doors and you tour the uh brewery and at the end of the tour you get a free glass of guinness a glass of beer in ireland it's half a pint so you either order a pint or you order a glass. Wow. That part was the best part of the tour because uh, it was kind of uh, kind of smelly. That was 1994. I don't know what they've done with They the... probably spill a lot of Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the other cool ones I've been to is actually the Lowell uh, Brewery. Yeah. Uh, not far from us. We live more or less in the Merrimack Valley. Um, Good location. The Lowell Brewery. And they have solid beers. I used to go there and play pool and drink their house IPA. It was good stuff. I used to go there a lot in college. Guys, a quick Google search. Yeah. Of the, how many people were on the crew of the Death Star? How many people? <laughs> <laughs> and it comes full circle. <laughs> go. The first is depicted it in various sources of having a crew of 265,675. Jeez. As well as 52,276 gunners, 607,362. Troops, 30,984 stormtroopers, 42,782 ship support staff, and 180,216 pilots and support crew. 
Where do they get For all a these grand people? total of 1,148,309 souls. That was a bad day for the Empire. That was a bad day. No wonder Palpatine was pissed. Where do they get that many people? What? They just take them. <laughs> you just got to tell them that you're right, I, I guess. You're right. And that and you know more than paid. anybody else. Not only that, when you consider in a whole galaxy, it's a million people. You can dig that up. Yeah. <laughs> and these people have very, uh, we've talked about this, the, the people in this galaxy have very short-term memories. Mm. What? A Jedi? What is this Jedi you speak of? I like to justify that with just thinking it's a big, big galaxy. Like, I can't tell you what's going on in some of the other governments in the world. Uh, that would hold merit if they didn't end up on the same planet every other movie. Yeah, but it, it, it's pretty cool when you have hyperspeed mm. or whatever they're calling it and yet they still end up on the same five planets well there's only so many planets that have life there brother i don't know what to tell you oh i'd like to think for every weird alien species there's a habitable planet somewhere Absolutely. yeah sure some That's of them some of them are refugees system, sure uh systems sure all right are we cooked we're cooked I think so I encourage all of you to go to Kelson Brewing and Derry. Say hi to Tim and, and uh, the team. Just to see the uh, artwork alone. Seriously. Go there hungry and order some of that pizza. My and God. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, Christ. Get the beer. Battle Axe. Try yeah. some unique recipes. The beer, the beer is delicious, and the artwork makes you want to start a character sheet. <laughs> you can check out what it's on <laughs> tap on their website at kelsonbrewing.com if you enjoyed this episode of Draft Bastards or if you just want to leave us a comment on what we should be chatting about more or what we can be doing different we would certainly appreciate it if you uh, subscribed or dropped us nice. a message um, you can, I can be meaner than you you can be <laughs> <laughs> you can visit us at draftbastards.com um, or on Facebook or Instagram at draftbastards all one word Drop us a like and say hey. We'll Peace. see you on the next one. Later. Later, maggots.